We're back on the Soul Savvy Podcast. Uh, there's no Russ today. I've taken Russ's place. We have Alex. Uh, it's not as dynamic of a duo as the last dance, but you know, he needed a break and I had you here and you know how Jerry is. He doesn't want to pay full salary sometimes. Yeah. This is like Michael Jordan doing a podcast with Jerry Krause. Um, yeah. is this what's happening? We'll, we'll try to navigate <laughs> this through this is. DP. <laughs> yeah, this is the wizard's years. Um, yeah. Thanks for coming on. I wanted to kind of spitball with you about some kind of the, the last week of releases that just happened in the industry, which was the Grateful Dead Dunks. Um, as, as you know, uh, Nike's honestly just messing with people with inventory stock, making it super hard to get dunks. That's their agenda and people are losing their minds and they're reselling for, you know, a thousand plus 1500 plus. And at the same time they hit us with the back to back and, uh, gave us an off white Jordan release in the same, in about three days. And I felt like last week it was just fever pitch of people wanting that, that hype beast aspect to have the most in demand item. And, you know, along the way they forget why they like sneakers and it really brings people down when they don't get them. So, you know, how did you feel it going last week? I know you and Russ kind of talked about sneakers in this COVID world, but did you care at all going into that release? Yeah. So I did try for the off-white fours um, on, on yeah. livestock because obviously I was following along on soul savvy and, you know, livestock had canceled their rav- raffle um, with the, yep. with the hilarious tweet about how it's been canceled because of robots, um, which yeah. I thought was hilarious. Yeah. And, and then obviously they did yeah. this two password thing where we had to answer two questions um, to, to get it kind of first come first serve online and mm. you know i'm not gonna lie i choked on that second question about the three alphabets <laughs> i was like i was like yelling out the alphabets to myself and then i typed it wrong and by the time i realized it obviously you know like five seconds in a sneaker yeah. drop is like what five years uh in, oh, in real time um but but you yeah. know speaking to the livestock drops specifically i mean I mean, I entered a few raffles there. I don't think I was kind of... See, I feel like I'm like not at like an all, all Madden level when it comes to like going after these hype sneakers. Like I actually thought that was a right. really nice shoe. Um, and, you know, I I like, you know, I, I thought, you know, there was going to be a chance on livestock, so I tried. So I really do appreciate kind of what they did. But if you want to talk about the Grateful Dead dunks, I mean, I feel like... I know people have connections, obviously, to the Grateful Dead. Um, so this shoe might yeah. have a personal meaning to them. But I mean, objectively, yeah. I just don't think that's a nice looking shoe. Like, I don't even know how I can wear that no. shoe. No, and, and, and that's what it kind of you know, from both sneakers, I obviously think the off-white sneaker is better than, than the Grateful Dead Dunk. I don't like Dunks in general personally, so I'm, I'm biased in that regard. But there's something mentally that it does to people when they know something's very limited and going to be very expensive. Like my question would be if, if the off-white four was a, a massive GR, they made a million units and it maybe were sold for $20 above retail, would we see hysteria? I don't think so. Same thing could be said for the Dunks. So, you know, it's just, I think people lose that, that, that train of not the train of thought. Um, the reason why they actually like sneakers is because they like wearing them and, and you know, they, they like different style, but when it comes to something super limited, it just spirals out of control. Yeah. We've seen that with off-white releases, right? Uh, what's that, yeah. what's that shoe? I want to say it's called like the Kyger. There was one that was like kind Terror of Kyger. Yeah, yeah. The women's that was the yep. one I feel like that That's was, a great that was a, a bit more accessible. Right. Um, and yep. when you saw that it was more accessible and I think we saw even like, 
you know, in the soul savvy group, like the marketplace, people were yeah. trying to sell those for, for retail after they bought them. Uh, suddenly people didn't yeah. want those. And you could make an argument yeah. if you were to, you know, put that shoe against say the Grateful Dead Dunks, I think I would wear the, the, the off-white shoe uh, 10, 10 times out of 10 over the Grateful Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Inventory has a, has a, a big play in it. And, you know, it just sucks to see people, you know, I mean, it is frustrating when you feel like bots might be taking all that. And we'll go back to livestock in a bit because I think they did a really interesting release um, that's worth discussing. So you're obviously like upset about this. Um, it's bothering you enough that, you know, you're, you're on a podcast talking about it. Um, are you like, from which perspective that's are you more yeah. upset? Because you play kind of a, a lot of different roles, right? You are a consumer, obviously, uh, but you also mm-hmm. run uh, Soul Savvy. Mm-hmm. Um, like from what perspective are you upset in terms of, you know, these people kind of losing their minds, um, over hype releases and not really caring about the shoe? I think, <laughs> you know, from almost every perspective. So, you know, like, you know, I think it's frustrating that Jordan brand releases, let's just say 50,000 units of this shoe. Um, I don't know if that's the exact number, but let's just say it's 50,000. That's a shoe where like, I don't think any sneaker should resell over a thousand dollars, probably even over $500 double retail, triple retail, like, and that's just dictated by stock. So from that perspective, I think it would be nice if they made three times more stock and we saw the price of resale be five or $600. Cause I don't like to see consumers get ripped off. Um, and then the other perspective of that is resale has made it, you know, StockX go and just the rise of resale culture has made people who have no idea about any releases come into and go, Oh, I can make an easy thousand bucks by throwing my name in this raffle um, and then going to StockX and sell it. And um, that's frustrating for someone who actually wants to wear it. So, you know, from really every perspective, it's just, it's just annoying. Um, and then finally for me, it's like, you know, I, I don't like seeing people get discouraged about their hobby or their passion because someone's trying to nickel and dime them for a thousand dollars. Right. That's where the, the mission statement of soul savvy comes from. It's like, we don't resell. We, don't condone reselling and we as a company want to enable consumers to succeed. So um, yeah, these hype releases, they just, they get to me, they get to people. And I just kind of wanted to, you know, talk out loud about like, it's okay. If you don't buy the off white fours, don't spend $1,500 on that shoe. There's plenty of good, you can buy six really good sneakers that sell out and resell for maybe $30 above retail that can still define you and your style and your interests. Yeah, no, I think that's a really good point. Um, especially because I feel like if you're just in um, kind of the sneaker thing to, to chase after just the hype and to spend um, the $1,500 on these shoes that you miss out on um, trying mm-hmm. to cop for retail, um, I feel like at the end of the day, like obviously everybody's finances are different, but yeah. at the end of the day, like, I just feel like it's not worth it. Like, cause you're just That's getting these shoes. Payment. Yeah. But you're just getting these shoes to, to do what, uh, to flex, to like take two Instagram photos. Cause I, yeah. I mean, I, you I've, have them exactly you know, like, because, <laughs> and, and that's not, and it's not the people that do this. Don't just do it once. They, they go after all of the shoes. Right. And right. I feel like it just creates a, I think it's like really destructive behavior to be honest. Like I've paid <laughs> resale for shoes before that. Like I'm not proud of, um, and What's that's the another most you spent resale? Um, most I've spent that you want to say because like, yeah, that I want to yeah. that I want to say uh, maybe like <laughs> yeah. like six hundred, nothing crazy. Okay, I don't think yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. I feel like speaking to you and like the soul savvy community, like that's not <laughs> crazy. No, um, no, there's people I, thinking Dior is is 
where their head's at if they have the income. And that's a, that's a fucking crazy spend. <laughs> yeah, no, the, I, I spent that on like the red and blue, uh, the Sakai's that came out, um, yeah, like the original one. Sakai's. And you're saying and, Canadian probably, aren't you? Yeah, and I got them pretty early. I, yeah. I got those like probably yeah. like maybe like a week. Um, I, I got them like shortly after they dropped. And yeah. um, I mean, now when you, I mean, this is a whole different topic, but when you look at StockX now, it's ridiculous. I was looking at the Bretto ones the other day. They're like 900 Canadian in my size. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, You couldn't even get yeah. rid of those for retail a few few years ago, I feel like. Yeah, and, and here's a plug to the, to the last dance and your episode with Russ about the, you know, <laughs> the effect the effect that documentary had on sneaker prices so you guys go back and listen to that um, no no but i think I, I think my point with like paying for resale um you know i never judge how people spend their money um obviously that's up to every individual person but i think speaking specifically to just kind of chasing after the hype um right now this is just not uh sneakers is just not for the average person like it's hype just sneakers, not at least yeah yeah hype yeah. sneakers is just not for the average person like if you're in it yeah. you it's almost like poker where you have to have a huge bankroll um whether mm-hmm. it's money or like shoes that you already have that you can flip and i think that's the other thing too right everybody's trying to get shoes that they probably don't even want sometimes in hopes of being able to use that as like trade bait for something else right yeah well you don't have a choice if it, like you know if you can get a thousand dollar grateful dead dunk like if i bought that shoe i would sit on it and hold it until i missed out on something that i really wanted so you know it's it's that whole the vicious circle of resale and aftermarket prices is kind of defining everything and and i don't judge anyone for spending fifteen hundred dollars on off-white um jordan like i uh, like fine do that for me it's i guess it comes down to is it we have a different tier of um sneakerheads now or, or collectors where they just collect hype and they operate only in that space. And that is a, that's a tough space to be in because like you're talking about the most limited, most in, uh, most in demand drops that have the most, that are most expensive if you miss out on. Um, and the brands make it like that on purpose. So like, are you a sneakerhead or are you just, I mean, are you just a hype beast? Right. And that's, that's the question I always want to ask people. It's like, why are you buying this? If you're buying it because it has a, sentimental value to you know the grateful dead or whatever it might be like okay i get that right but if it's just to say you have a 15 dollars shoe you're probably going about it the wrong way yeah i wonder do you blame because i know i heard on a previous podcast i think it was with, with uh shanghai soul um yeah. you know you were laying out kind of the dunks uh nike strategy with the dunks how they are making all of mm-hmm. these dunks so limited before they're going to kind of roll out and maybe make it more kind of gr volume mm-hmm. next year right um, do you kind of blame uh, or get mad at, at some at a brand like Nike for for you know because that perpetuates this type of behavior, right? Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, I do blame them because it's their fault. <laughs> but you know, I also can't get around the fact that they're a multi-billion-dollar business with an agenda and a marketing plan, right? And it's why I've been beating that drum to people every dunk drop um, the past three months since I found out. I'm like. This is going to be tough. This is going to be limited, but just remember um, next year, you know, it'll get way easier. There'll be more options, more colorways. Just be patient. Don't spend money on resale right now, unless you absolutely love something. So it's, it's tough because like this sneakerhead bubble that we, that we live in of the giant sneaker um, industry itself. It's like, we define a lot of what trickles down, right? Um, You know, they use us to test and, and, you know, drive interest in other models. You know, they launch new silhouettes with collaborations because they know we're going to lose our minds for a limited collab from a brand. And 
um, it just, it, it makes its way down to, you know, an all white air force one type of thing. Yeah. You know, I, I think fundamentally, I think it's so frustrating uh, for a lot of people. And I, and I love to see like the trends of how many people who are actually like passionate about sneakers, but just don't participate in it at all because they've just been so discouraged um, of not yeah. being able like, cause the, when you think about it, the sneaker industry is hilarious in that they make it so difficult for, for people who just simply want to blow their money on shoes. Uh, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean though? Like all of us are like, yeah. yes, like we will pay $300, $350 for this. Pair but then of here's shoes. the question. Here's the question. Would we still want it all if we could get it that easy? Like it's, it's such a fine line of, 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 you know, that you can't, you know, the things you can't get, you want some more. Um, it, it's, it's quite a mental, <laughs> mental game sometimes. No, it is. And it's, and it's really hard to separate. And I feel like once yeah. the kind of hype uh, starts, um, you know, being driven up on a particular shoe, like it's just like a snowball effect because you see it everywhere. Yeah. Um, you know, you see people with like, you know, early photos, like in-hand photos, on-feet photos. And by the time it gets to release date, it's a shoe that you probably didn't even pay attention to like three weeks prior to release. And suddenly it becomes the only shoe that matters to you. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and it's part of that is also the media, um, which we also play a role in. Um, and, you know, when we started Soul Savvy, I was like, we need to educate and, um, you know, bring awareness to other shoes to consumers. So they're not just focused on those things. And sometimes we get lost in the hype because, um, everyone else is lost in it and they're telling us what they want. Right. And, um, you know, one thing that's been on my mind is like, how can we highlight more interesting inline general release models that, you know, barely sell out, might sell out that don't resell and get people buying in that. But that's just, it's so hard when the, the general picture, um, from an industry perspective is like, Oh, it's not reselling. Eh, I can wait. Um, and that, you know, that dictates a lot of people's spending habits. Yeah. And, but I feel like at the end of the day, I think this will always be something, um, you know, that, that'll be around obviously. And I think, I think it's just something that, um, especially you, you're so kind of embedded in this industry. Um, mm. it's, it's going to be tough. Like, I think this is just something you're going to have to put up with. I know. And, and, you know, it was just like, you know, I, you know, we finished up a, a wild Saturday from off art releases. I think I got up at like 3am pacific and and tried to go back to bed which is i'm too washed to be getting up at three in the morning it's just i can't do that anymore um but it was a long day and a lot of releases and you know i looked through the cop channel in, in slack and i'm seeing like lots of success like i'm seeing member obviously that is a loose definition of success but it was just great to see regular people especially i will note women buying these shoes and getting them in their size to wear um but then also seeing that that frustration for people who missed out, who just felt like everything in their sneaker world depended depended on today and buying that and then being so distraught. So then like I sat there and I wrote like, I don't know, like 600 words about like, it's okay. We have another week. There's tons of great shoes dropping, coming up. Like just, just let go and move on, right? Um, there's not a yeah, single, it's... there's not a single shoe in this world that I feel like if I missed out on, like life will go on. Life will go yeah. on. Life will go on. I feel yeah. like, I mean, we've all gone through it. I've gone through it. Like when I missed out on that livestock, um, you know, off-white drop, like I was upset, but I, you know, life goes on. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's like, like there's, there's 10 sneaker releases this week. You know, there, like, yeah, there's 10 sneaker releases uh, each week. There are sneakers that are, like you mentioned, that are available right now 
that you don't have yeah. to like, uh, you know, uh, uh, fight the bots uh, to get. And yeah. also uh, the other thing I always try to remind myself, and I feel like it's really stood out to me in a pandemic where we're not going out as much and like wearing yeah. a different pair of sneakers every day or like going to events yeah. and things like that. Like we all have more shoes than we will ever need. Yeah. Um, everyone listening, please ignore what Alex just said and continue <laughs> buying your sneakers accordingly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't listen to his advice. You will never have enough sneakers. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. I guess, I guess is going off script. Uh, my mic is suddenly going to malfunction in a second. Uh, here. I'm just fucking with you. No, no, it's, it's a valid point. I mean, look, dude, I have 350 sneakers and I just bought the, the, the Zion PEs today for I don't even know what fucking reason I'm like I'm like they look cool and it's Zion and it's a PE and I probably won't ever play basketball in them but I just couldn't help it because um, of storytelling and you know he's an upcoming star um, but yeah it's we're it's a weird weird space and I appreciate obviously um, everyone in it and the fact you know you're you are a customer of of Souls Abbey you're a member and um, you live it but you seem to have a better balance of of kind of that sneaker life than um, some people tend to do. Uh, and I think what I'm ultimately saying is like, it's okay to take an L. It's not the end of the world because there's going to be more and more coming and um, find the joy in, in something, a, a basic sneaker that you like, like uh, one that really comes to mind to me. Have you seen those? Uh, I don't even know what they're called, but they look like the Sakai waffles, but the daybreak and they're like see-through a little bit. Oh they're yeah. Like yeah. I, I love the daybreak shoe. I have a pair of daybreaks yeah. from last year and you can get them easily and they are very affordable. Yeah. They're 90 bucks us. Yeah. I, I, I got my pair in. It was, I think it was 120 Canadian. I looked at this and I looked at one of my Sakai waffles that I paid resale for. And I was like, Oh man, fuck this. I'm just going <laughs> to sell this thing back for 500 bucks. And keep my ninety dollars sneaker. Like I, it's not that serious. Yeah, or get the uh, uh, get the space hippies, man. I got the space hippie O two yeah. in the Volt colorway. I love that shoe. Um, yeah, uh, I only no, tried it on indoors, uh, but it's so comfortable, and I can't. And I want them to drop more colorways. And I actually love. I was talking to a buddy about this. Like, I love that there's not a lot of demand for this, especially on the resale market. Well, that's the crazy thing. I, again, there's the that that kind of. Um, stock to demand ratio is like the first space hippies came out and you were you know pulling teeth and going crazy trying to get them the next one comes out still difficult but all of a sudden you look at stockx now because there's more more um there's more stock that the the prices have just dropped you can get them for almost retail now so i mean look if you took an l on the space hippies and still want them go buy a pair on stockx right now it'll barely cost you more and it's worth it. it's gonna be a great shoe that i think people are gonna want to they'll come back and chase for it. But then on top of that, I forget, like, as I'm talking, I'm remembering there's three more drops happening by the end of September. You know, it's like, how are people going to feel about that? Those, you know, the space AP one through three um, with more colorways coming around. Like, is it that as the Roshi effect? Like, I hate to say it, but a lot of people point to that. It's like, there's sometimes it's too much of one thing. Yeah, no, I think that's a really good point. And, you know, since I came on a sneaker podcast and told people not to buy sneakers, um, <laughs> you know, I do have to make up for it. No, I will say, you know, especially within the Soul Savvy group, uh, what Dean has been doing has been really cool. I think kind of posting mm -hmm. and you go back to the point of posting stuff that is available, you know, not just like yeah. I know he posts a lot, a lot of clothing uh, and apparel, mm -hmm. but, with, you know, with shoes, too. I think he posted a pair of these like sale colored, like white and sale, like cream colored blazers. Um, yep. that were on Nike yep. and I, and I picked those up and I, and I'm super excited about those. 
um just just kind yeah. of look for kind of you know just a mix man like it's just a i don't know if you agree with me but it's kind of it's like that article that i wrote about like categorizing your sneakers that idea mm-hmm. kind of just came out of like I, I reached a point like there was a period of time where i was just purely chasing the hype too and yeah and I, you, I was, we all get lost in it yeah and i was just like I was just like, well, there's actually all these other sneakers. Like, I actually just want a bunch of white sneakers because they're the easiest for me to like get some fits off. Um, yeah. Like, like I can't 100%. have I can't have like nine pairs of like Sakai's in like all different colorways. <laughs> like, that's just not how I dress, anyways. You know what I mean, though? Yeah. Like, if I have no, one pair sure. of Sakai's, like that is perfect for me. Um, and yeah. I wish everyone luck on all the other drops. Yeah. No, that's a that's a good mention. Um, you know, we'll spotlight that article he wrote for us again because I think it's a good a good reminder that you don't have to operate in that one single lane of, of hype stuff that resells for a ton of money. Like you can be a very happy sneakerhead dabbling in that whole spectrum of, of a variety of different drops. So um, yeah, one more time, if you're listening, it's okay to take the L that's what I'm naming <laughs> this podcast when it comes out. It's okay to take the L. Yeah. Also, also the sneaker world is designed for the majority of us to take the L. Yes. So, so I think yes. that the, the, the quicker we kind of just realize that, and kind of just not take it personally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like not take it as, as, as if like, you know, this is something that is really crushing, um, you know, to just you. Um, like, mm-hmm. you know, trust me, a lot of people take the L's and, and a lot of people don't even try because they don't want to go through the feeling of taking the L. I know, I know a lot of people. I'm probably one of yeah. them too. Sometimes, I, I've, sometimes I'm like, I'm not even going to bother with this because um, the only yeah. time I will go on like full, like just life tilt is if I have to wake up <laughs> at 6 a.m. If I wake up at 6 a.m. Yeah. and I don't get a pair of shoes, then I'm fucking pissed off. Yeah, yeah that's, that's me at three in the morning Pacific. <laughs> um, no, that, no, that's, that's, that's totally fair. And I think that's why like I've taken so much pride in, in soul savvy's community. It's like, you know, even if you're not buying something or, or you are taking now being with a bunch of people with, you know, similar interests who, you know, are not trying to just resell a bunch of shit. Um, there's something soothing about that to a degree. Um, not every L feels the same, but I think a lot of people enjoy just kind of that interaction away from sneaker Twitter, which I think is, you know, pretty toxic for the most part um but yeah yeah. no no i I completely agree with you and i think it's tough though man i feel like you know it's hard for you to control um kind of the type of people that not just want to join soul savvy but just the type of people Mm. that participate in sneakers on a regular basis because uh the brands uh the influencer marketing everything is geared towards um hyping up these products and you know yep. everything is geared towards uh, marketing things to you that are pretty much like unattainable. Um, and and yep. and I think it makes it, in a way, it makes it even worse too when you when a shoe is unattainable. But you see, you know, whether it's other members or other people in the sneaker community mm-hmm. actually get a pair of uh, the Air Dior's. Uh, you know, if they win a raffle, uh, I feel like in that way, that's that feels as much like an L to every other person who doesn't get it right <laughs> yeah no for sure um yeah it's it's yeah it's it's been a i've been thinking about this since since uh sunday morning really and had to get it on my chest so i i sent you the text i'm like we gotta we gotta talk about this on air yeah um, my and, and my uh and my answer to you um my big picture answer to you is uh you're gonna have to deal with this um uh, you know for the rest of your life <laughs> Hey, if I if I have my way, we will have created some sort of platform that I don't know. It'll be the future, and everyone's gonna thank me. But I'm working on it. 
um, slowly. <laughs> I think I think this podcast, um, you should put yourself in a meme. Uh, this is when it became personal for you. Um, I feel like <laughs> this. this is, I feel yeah. like this is your moment. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Well, where's Russ? Can we call Russ in for his 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 personal? This is when it came became personal for me moment. Well, we we could also we can also pull up Russ's uh, thirty tweet Twitter. Twitter. We should, which was basically yeah. You want to just read his this. tweets for the next ten minutes until people stop <laughs> listening to the podcast? <laughs> no, no, it was I a big Russ, Yeah, Russ was making yeah. the similar points to you. To be honest, he was. Yeah, and I think that's what started my my um, train of thought because I, I took an opportunity to plug Soul Savvy on his Twitter thread um, at a point where he said that he and and he's right. Like literally, if you look at the sneaker market right now, there is nothing out there that supports you know you and me as consumers who want to buy product. It's literally like Nike's like here's a link, here's when it's releasing. Good fucking luck. And then outside of that, it's StockX, Gold, Grailed, you know, Depop, Collect ebay name whatever you want um your local consignment store trying to charge a premium for you and that just that fucking sucks and then on top of that the like the the hilarity of like influencers and no offense to any influencers being seated like these really limited products um to begin that hype train it's like man you don't got to do any of that shit um but it still happens every single time and um I need more. I need, we need GR influencers. Like who can rock a good pair of like zoom types um, and get people behind them like crazy. Like why doesn't that happen? Yeah, no, that's, that's what we need, man. Uh, Nike, haul at me specifically. No, um, Brad and Hall. also like, and we all have Brad Hall is probably the good example. Um, there's like <laughs> another two that I really like that came out recently. It's like ACG, the zoom air AO. Yep. It's like, I yep. think that's like a hiking shoe. I've seen this, like some really cool colorways. I mean, for people looking to just purchase shoes that are, are readily available, I highly recommend that shoe too. I think some of the colorways on that shoe is like amazing. Yeah. And I'll take the same opportunity to plug the air zoom type. Like if you, it's, it's a little of a, a fashion forward Nike runner, but man, if you see it in, in person, get to try it on, that thing is fucking comfortable. Like take a moment to put that on your feet and walk around, go half size up, but it's really impressive. But uh, you know, how many people are going to get to that when um, they're very focused on the off white L? Yeah. One good strategy I've seen people do after they take L's from hype releases is kind of <laughs> dig into their collection and maybe like un DS um, or pull out an old pair of hype shoes that they haven't worn in a while. I feel like that is actually a very sensible strategy and probably kind of way. just wards off kind of that anger that initial anger yeah, yeah, that yeah. comes with missing go people. outside and and walk with something um walk put something on that's that's got that same value to it uh, mentally or you can do the the soul savvy way sometimes which is um the rage cop <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, yeah. see i'm very just, i'm very against the rage cop because I, I you're I, not a rage copper i feel no. like i feel like at least if you're gonna rage cop like give it like a couple days yeah, because yeah, yeah. I feel like that rage cop that you make is going to end up in marketplace in two weeks. It's all I'm saying. I guess, yeah, I guess I did make a rage cop on Saturday, but mine was a lot more like thought out and planned. Like I bought the Jordan Four Fear. I've been wait wanting them for a while. I'm like, man, fuck fifteen hundred off whites. I'm just gonna cop some Jordan Fours from 2011 that might crumble in the next three years. But 
Um, I'd rather spend my money there for a fraction of the cost. My problem is, yeah. my problem is when I write articles, uh, especially for you, like when I was yeah. doing like the Vince Carter article, like I, I just copped a pair of shocks, <laughs> like the PV4 shocks in yeah. the middle of writing. Cause I'm like, oh man, I need this white uh, Raptors colorway. And it was like on sale, yeah. I think at normal or, or one of the, one of the online and, sites. And I was like, I, yeah, I, and I, think, pair. I think that's the, probably the second point I can make up uh, um, is like, yeah, you can be a very happy sneakerhead just operating um, retail or under. Like you genuinely, you can look great. Um, you can stress less. Uh, you can save tons of money. And f- most people aren't going to know the fucking difference of like, you know, that you're wearing an Off-White 4 or a GR Jordan 4, whatever it might be. Um, yeah. No, I think that's a really good point too. You only need like, I feel like you only need a specific amount of like hype shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and like... And I don't know. Yeah. And if you go to like, and if you go to like, say a sneaker event, say a soul savvy event, right. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that's, that might be one of the times that you, you know, you feel really good kind of busting out that pair, especially if, you know, soul savvy was the place that helped you pick it up. But on a day-to-day basis, I mean, honestly, just a pair of white air force ones will do. (laughs) Do you remember when like we'd get together in large gatherings of people and hang out? Like I, that feels like (laughs) fucking forever. We were going to have a party in Toronto. Yeah, I mean, do, uh, do we miss two parties or one? You were supposed to come when? Uh, March, m- late March, we were supposed to have an event in Toronto and then we were planning New York in May and we had to just scrap both for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, I, I miss getting everyone together um, and eating cheap pizza because everyone would prefer more <laughs> prizes than good food at one of our events. Yeah. That was my favorite poll. Hey, do you guys want us to get really nice food and dinner catered or do you just want pizza and a ton of prizes? And obviously um, pizza won. And it was good pizza, but. No, it, it was great uh, pizza. I, I just want to know the one uh, Soul Savvy member, please identify yourself who rage copped after he missed out on like the last <laughs> slice of pizza. I know there's got to be one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's so good. Um, no, I, I but think, yeah, I, to- honestly, the conclusion is like, just don't don't take it so seriously, man. <laughs> Yeah, I, I hope everyone who's listening to this can tell by our, our laughter and joy right now that, you know, it is what it is. And I'm looking at these union fours right now. And it's like Monday, today's Tuesday. Monday, everyone was like, ah, it's fucking shit. Tuesday, it's like, oh, oh, okay. It's looking a little better. It's looking different, but I'm still not convinced. And by the time these damn things drop, it's going to be a fist fight. You remember, um, you remember the union ones. Remember, weren't they at like um, vintage places or flea markets uh, in LA? I think that was a... That was part of the marketing campaign they did. They kind of planted it. I'm pretty sure. Right, but but um, like, but like, I feel like if you saw that pair there, there were probably people who walked by and were like, "Oh, what what is this?" Right. Um, but but like later yeah. on, obviously, the hype got driven up. Is all I'm saying. The hype just gets driven up. Yeah, and it's smart. I mean, they plant. They you know, um, uh, DJ Clark Kent. Um, he posted the photo today. Like that's a very strategic decision by by Jordan Brand. Like he's igniting the process of building that hype because it started with that shitty leak that looked like it was taken with a, you know, a, a, a Nokia phone from 2005. Um, so Jordan Brand goes out, I'm just assuming they go out and go, shit, who can we send an actual pair to with a nice photo so we can kind of start that process and dictate the messaging. Um, so it'll be interesting to watch everyone go from saying it sucks to, 
you know, resale being six, 600 bucks and people saying need in all caps with fire emojis and, and all that shit. But that's, um, but, but that's, that's exactly the whole thing that you're getting at between the period of you first seeing the shoe yeah. versus, uh, you know, in that in between period when the hype gets driven up, I think if people really want to kind of uh, think about uh, or like reevaluate why they're going for shoes, think about how your opinion changes in that period and why, right? Right. I don't think and there's, I don't think so there's much. any problem with like a shoe growing on you. Um, no, there's but, not. But that's different from a shoe growing on you because like you mentioned, you see what the resale price is on StockX or you know that it's right. a limited quantity. Right. Definitely. Um, but again, that's, that's, that's the sneaker game. Um, that's what's kind of driving everything and, and where it's at. And, um, you know, it will have its, its shifts and cycles and, uh, We'll be right along there telling everyone you need to buy more sneakers and Alex won't be involved in that at all. <laughs> um, all um, and the other thing, um, the other thing is as you get older, I feel like you'll care less for like the younger members. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, yeah, if you're 25 and under, um, you're just experiencing life in general. If you're 20 and under, um, you're probably a reseller. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding, guys. Uh, you know, before we head off, I do want to bring up that livestock drop again. Um, so for anyone uh, who did not try, um, has no context, uh, there is a new bot uh, mitigation tool. Essentially, it stops bots. Um, part of the features is you have to answer a question to add to cart. Obviously, a bot um, can't read. I can't read an image um, and it can't type. I mean, it can type, but, you know, it makes the process harder for a bot and makes the process easier for a human. Oh, I should say easier if you know your alphabet. But um, it makes it more plausible for a human to buy it. So livestock, you know, kind of, you know, they had their raffle just destroyed by bot entries. And they said, there's no way we can filter through this. And they scrapped it, tried the new bot feature. So it came down to, I think, 1 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. Um, Canada only released. So that's why I'm assuming a lot of people don't know about it. And you had to answer two questions. The first question was uh, something about Jordan. What city, what, city? Yeah, what city did Jordan win? So the uh, his championship. So it was super right. simple. Easy. It's just Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. Right. It's this first thing that came to mind for me. And then I read that fucking second question. Yo, they got me. They got and, me, bro. And it, and it, I was pissed. And it goes, is what comes in the alphabet after N? Three alphabets, right? Three alphabets. Yeah, after three N. letters. So, so yeah. the answer is, uh, I'm gonna get it wrong again. OPQ. Right? Yeah. See, I'm a, <laughs> like I have to uh, in my head. I have to go a like I'm like am I pulled over by a cop right now, driving drunk, and I need to recite the alphabet? That's how I felt Saturday morning trying to remember. It's OPQ. Yeah. And I paused. I paused, and I was like, oh shit, is it yep. Lmn? What? Like yep. I, I I completely doubted every. Like I choked too. Brain cell I, had I choked in. because you know you know how it is. Well, what was that? What was that a hilarious quote you had? You said tap with authority. <laughs> yeah, tap with yeah, <laughs> tap with authority. And I fucking listen to my own advice. So, oh so you messed God. up the second question too. Yeah, because I was like, oh, it's L M N. Yeah, I put in I put in N O P, and and clearly that obviously that was wrong. And by the time I realized it, that was it. It's too late. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I just whiffed too. And then even funnier, I had my wife trying on her phone on, and I recorded her screen and you can literally, she answers Chicago. Everyone answers Chicago. She gets to the second question, writes O, and then she's like, fuck, what comes next? And for five seconds of doubt yeah, in the, on the it. screen, that's it. It's a that, it was over. 
And um, so, yeah, shout out to Livestock um, because that was a really great way to get shoes in the hands of people. And then double shout out to them for canceling resellers. Um, people who, I don't, did you see this at all on Facebook? Oh, come, oh around social? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think some member posted it, right? Like there's um, people who were reselling the shoe and they just found them. Yeah, yeah people were posting them on Facebook, trying to resell the shoe with a, a, a picture of the livestock, not the receipt, but it That's says amazing. you bought it from them and the size and they're, they're using their regular names and it's, you know, it's in their terms of service. So they said, fuck it. And they canceled it. Um, so yeah, shout out to them two times for that. Um, they really tried uh, they put a lot into making it get into the hands of um, people who want to wear them, which is always uh, refreshing to see. But man, please, no more alphabet questions. Like, <laughs> it could have just been what is the, it could have been what does the alphabet start with? ABC, you know? Yeah, yeah. LMN, even even LMN, or just not OPQ. That is just like the biggest mind fuck out of the whole alphabet for me. And I took the L, and I'm gonna take my advice right now and say it one more time. It's okay to take an L. It's okay. It we're we're here laughing about the alphabet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, it was a good, it was a good drop. Um, we're off to a new week and um, there's tons of dunks and there's a union coming and there's a lot of release dates um, on the radar for everyone. So yeah, uh, Alex, thanks for um, jumping on and uh, kind of chatting with us and giving us your side of, uh, you know, what you think about everything related to all these hype drops. Yeah, stuff. no, this was an emergency therapy session for DP. <laughs> um, so I'm happy to step in, possibly pursuing a new career after this. Um, so we'll see what happens.